But I appreciate the room, and I appreciate really all the hospitality that you've showed me. And I, what I appreciate most is the presence of God that I feel. I, I can almost cry. I feel the presence of the Lord in this place so great. He's a wonderful God, a wonderful God. And to have good friends like Brother and Sister Sanders that, that have just been so uh, good friends for a long time. Amen. Brother Skinner, a great district superintendent. These men that have had have run this service each night felt after the Spirit of the Lord. I think that is absolutely tremendous that somebody comes and puts their self out of the way and puts Jesus right in the center of the picture and says, folks, don't look at me, but look at him. I want to be the reflection of my Father. How about you? Would you turn your Bibles with me to Mark chapter 4, verse number 35, where I want to start reading tonight. Again, a very familiar passage of Scripture. Amen. I, I'm not going to try to preach anything new because the Bible said there's nothing new under the sun. But I just want to preach you the word of the Lord. God tonight, speak to us. Would you say that? God, speak to me. Speak to me. Encourage me. Hallelujah. I like what Brother Nash said. He said, if any of you ever, ever felt like quitting, not quit, but felt like quitting. Sometimes life's tough. Don't you think for one minute it's tough. And don't you sit around and laugh at the idea of somebody says, man, hey man, my burdens are almost more than I can bear. They are more than we can bear. That's why we cast them on him. That's why we cast them on him. Said, cast all your burdens upon me, your cares upon me. He said, for I care for you. Let me preach to you just a little bit tonight. I'll do my best not to hold you long, but I want to just preach a very simple thought tonight. Let me read, starting at verse number 35 of the fourth chapter of the book of Mark. And the same day when the evening was come, he said unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. Would you say that? Let us pass over unto the other side. Say that again. Let us pass over unto the other side. In other words, we're not going to stay here. We're going to pass over to the other side. It's the will of God for us not to stay here. The will of God is to pass over to the other side. Let me read a little bit farther, if I may. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there was also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind and waves that beat unto the ship, so that it was now full, and he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this that even the wind and sea obey him? Go with me, if you will, to First Peter. I want to read from chapter 4, verse 12 and verse number uh, 13. First Peter chapter 4, reading from verse 12 and verse number 13. The scripture reads as this. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials, which is to try you, 
as though some strange thing happened unto you, but rejoice inasmuch. Now notice this. As ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Turn with me, if you will, to Romans chapter number 8. Amen. I want to read from Romans chapter number 8. Let me start reading at verse number 35. Praise God. Verse 35, chapter number 8 of the book of Romans. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded. Everybody say, I am persuaded. Say that again. I am persuaded. I'm going to ask you, are you persuaded? Hear me. I am persuaded. Praise God. Not to live like the world. Not to be like them. But I'm persuaded, the master said, let's go to the other side. Are you persuaded of that tonight? I am persuaded. Let me hear you. I am persuaded. Listen to what Paul said. That neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Praise God. Let us go to the other side. Hallelujah. Somebody say it again. Let us go to the other side. Not stay here. Hear me now. Not stay here. Let us go to the other side. And I want to tell you something tonight before we start tonight. There'll be no flesh on the other side. Flesh and blood's not going to inherit the other side. Not going to do it. Praise God. If you're worried about your wrinkles and you're worried about your bushy eyebrows and you're worried, friend, about your knobby knees, don't worry about it. Praise God. No flesh is going to enter on the other side. But I've got a direct command from the great God of heaven and the God of heaven says, come on, John, let's go to the other side. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and worship God tonight because God wants to take us beyond this life. Hallelujah. 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 Blessed be the name of the great God of heaven. Oh, hallelujah. You may be seated. God bless you. Amen. It was something, the teaching of the Lord, how people came to hear him. Amen. One reason they came to hear him, he wasn't a fake. One reason they came to hear him, he wasn't putting on airs. You ever seen anybody? Amen. I'd like to buy some people for what they're worth and sell them for what they think they're worth. Praise God, I'd ball of us a brand new motor home. I promise you that. Amen. But Jesus was just real. Amen. That's the only thing God knows how to be. He don't know how to be an imitation, and he don't know how to be a fake. But my friend, he knows how to be real. So the Bible said in the teaching of Jesus Christ that 
everywhere he went. It didn't matter if he was down to the mall. It didn't matter, friend, if he was down to the pool of Bethesda. It did not matter if it was at the tomb of Lazarus. Everywhere that Jesus went, the Bible said he was doing good. And folks wanted to come out and hear him. They might have been very controversial in their opinions of him. But I promise you one thing, he attracted a crowd. Hey man, if you don't believe that, read about it. Hey man, he fed 5,000 men one time besides women and children. 3,000 another time. They come out to hear the teaching of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But there were times that the Spirit would spurn him. There were times that he would get weary and worn on the inside and on the outside. You've got to remember that he was both God and man. Hey man, as man he grew weary and tired and grew hungry. But as God, my friend, he forgave sins, healed blinded eyes and unstopped deaf fears. I want to tell you something about that fella. Hey man, he didn't go about stirring up trouble among folks. He went about trying to solve the problems of life. He didn't come to bring a solution, hey man, to this world's better drink and try to figure out a better booze for somebody or a better drug, not him. But he came, my friend, to set people free. And the Bible said that the people in darkness have saw a great light. There was something about the glory of God that affected men when he walked down the street. Praise God. Women who crawled around sick with dreaded diseases would cough right up to him and grab the hem of his garment and all of a sudden virtue would fly out of that body and instantly they would be made whole. There was something about Jesus Christ. I'm so glad I've got to know him. I'm so glad he's become my personal friend. He is not my friend to casual acquaintance but he is an intricate part of my life amen Paul said in him I live and in him I move and in him I have my being I found something in God that I could not find any place else if you come to this camp meeting tonight to be a part time child of God you're at the wrong place because there's some folks in here for the long run did you hear what I'm telling you tonight there's some folks in here that have got a hold of a great big God and they're not going to let him go. Somebody wrote a song that said, I got a hold of a blessing, and bless God, I'm not going to turn loose. I got a hold of something that's going to keep a hold of me, and I'm not going to let go. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Amen. And according to the word of God, Jesus got with his disciples, and he said to them, Listen, it's about time we move in location. It's about time we move from where we are. I want us to climb in the ship there. I want us to get aboard that vessel standing there at the dock. I don't know who the ship belonged to. It does not matter to me who it belonged to. Hey man, I'm not going to discuss ownership of the ship, but I sure want to talk about the captain tonight if I can. Hey man, so he said, let's get in that ship. Hey man, and I'm going to give you a direct little command. He said, I'm going to tell you right now, I want you to go to the other side. That's where we're going. Hey man, we're going to sail from point A to point B. Hey man, let's go to the other side. He didn't mention the in-between, and he didn't mention, friend, what might happen between here and there. He just said, we're going from this destination to that destination. Let's climb aboard the ship, and let's get a hold. Somebody said, but preacher, I don't know what I'm in for. Don't worry about it. Hey man, he's going to take care of it. Don't 
don't worry about it. Everything's going to be all right. I don't know if I can make it from here to there. Friend, why can't you make it from here to there? It was him who said, let's go to the other side. It was him that said, let's go. When God says go, bless God, put on your walking shoes, get on board, and let's, my God, let's get with the program. Because when God says go, you got to go. And friend, I'm telling you, you'll get there. You believe that? I said you'll get there if God says go. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Remember now that this was a God-commanded trip. It was not a God-suggested trip, but it was a God-commanded trip. Amen. God's plans are set. I believe with all of my heart that the word of God will not change. He said heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. Not one jot and not one tittle of this word is going to change. Amen. And I want you to understand when they climbed aboard that ship, on the inside of that ship, friend, there went a man who was weary and tired from the ministry that he had performed. Weary and tired from virtue leaving his body from healing hundreds and thousands of people that needed a touch from God. Everywhere he went when they believed in him, miracles happened. There were some places they went, hey man, that friend, nobody got healed because of their unbelief. But if you believe in God, I'm telling you right now, there's things going to happen. Even in this camp meeting service tonight, if you're here and you're a believer, I'm telling you right now, don't doubt God. God can do absolutely anything but you gotta remember that Jesus climbed aboard the ship and said let's go let's go let's go to the other side those disciples climbed on board that ship inside the ship amen finding him a place of comfort to lay his weary head down was the Christ the Messiah Hey man, inside of that ship, they had both the physical being of Christ and the spiritual being of Christ. Inside that ship, they had God manifest in the flesh. If they wanted to, they could walk down to the hole of the ship and reach out and physically touch him. He was laying right there. Hey man, he was right there in the middle of that ship. Now you don't know what you might encounter as you go through this life. You don't know what in the world you might encounter. Hey man, as you sail toward the goals of home. But I'm telling you tonight, whatever you do, don't ever forget that he is on board. Now there's a difference between them and us. The disciples have the physical and the spiritual Christ right there aboard that ship. Amen. We do not have a physical Christ with us today. Amen. But we have a spiritual Christ living inside of us. I have never seen a vision of Christ. I don't know what he looks like. You might say, preacher, I've got a 
picture of him. But tell me, where did they get a Polaroid back then? Hey man, I don't know what he looks like. The Bible said there's no beauty about him that I should desire him. Hey man, but I know one thing. Hey man, there's been times that I went to the hole of my ship. Hey man, and I've walked him there. I might not have touched him in the physical, but I have touched him in the spiritual. Hey man, and he's been right there. He said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. But lo, 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 I'll be with you always, even to the end of the world. And so he's right there in the middle of that ship. Amen. We're crossing over. Amen. We're crossing over. Amen. He did not tell them of the perils of the crossing. He didn't tell them of the discouragements of the crossing, but he said, we're just crossing over. It's your job, gentlemen, amen, to get this boat to the other side. It's your job. You are the seaman, amen, and I'm just a passenger today, amen, and I said, we're going to the other side, so I want you to prepare yourself. I want you to get ready because we're going to make it. I feel within my heart when God says something, amen, it's going to happen. When Jesus spit on the ground and took the spittle of clay and anointed the man's eyes, I don't know, he might have rolled little eyeballs and stuck them back in the sockets of that man's head. And he said, go wash in the pool of Salome. Just as sure when that man walked off, he knew that when he got to Salome and washed in Salome, he knew something was going to happen. When I came through this door tonight, hey amen, I knew something was going to happen. I felt like it. I felt like it. I feel like it. Amen. Because God said, I'm telling you right now, God said, let's go to the other side. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me preach to you tonight. Amen. Get to the other side. Praise God. Physically, they had the Christ. Spiritually, they had the Christ. They had the vessel to get there. God's going to make sure you've got the vessel to get there. Remember what I'm telling you? If he tells you to go to the other side, that's exactly what he means. You don't have to worry about stopping short. You don't have to worry about running out of gas. You don't have to worry about breaking down with a blown out spiritual tire. If God says go to the other side, amen, that's exactly what God means. Amen, because God's got this thing all figured out. Amen, the apostle Paul knew the problems of life. The writers in the word of God knew the problems of life we had faced. And Paul said, beloved, think it not strange. Hey man, I want you to know right now, if you're expecting to live for God in a bed of roses, you got this thing all mixed up. Hey man, friend, he said, those that suffer with me are going to reign with me. And don't give me the old adage that you said this. When you say many are the afflictions of the righteous, that's not even talking about you. For if you read the word of God, it said, for the Bible suffer not a bone of his body to be broken. That's talking about him. I'm telling you right now, God's made it easy for you. God's made it easy for you. All he's looking for is somebody that'll grab a hold, whatever it takes, and keep that boat going to the other side. We don't need somebody to quit. We don't need any slackers. We don't need nobody to let up, but we need somebody that'll say, bless God, whatever it takes, I'm going to the other side. Good God, I feel like preaching tonight. The preacher's in here. Hallelujah. Come here, Zuno. Come here. 
Amen. We're going to get to the other side tonight. Bless God. I want you to straddle that bench right there. I want you to be the captain of this thing. Straddle that bench. Just put your legs across there. Hallelujah. Sit down there for a minute. Hey, man, I need some more men. I got to have at least eight guys tonight because we're going to sail tonight and we're headed to the other side. Somebody said, preacher, how you know we're going to make it? Because I got a word from the Almighty. We're going to make it. Hey, man, maybe you've never read the back of the book, but I've read the back of the book. It says, my God, hallelujah, it says we win. I said it says we win. Come here, brother. Come here. Praise God. Young man, I need you. Get right behind him. Brother, you come here. You look like a, you look like a man that's up to it. I want you to, we need some strong guys. Get right behind him. Amen. Let me look around here. Praise God. Brother, come here. We need somebody with some wisdom in this thing too. Amen. Praise God. An old man's gray hairs is his. That's what, he, that's what he loves. Praise God. I need some more. Come here, brother. Jump up here. I need eight of you. How many have I got? Got four. I need some more. We're going to get to the other side. Somebody said, preacher, how do you know we're going to get to the other side? They're falling by the wayside every day. Hey, man, the Bible said in the last days it'd be a great falling away. But you need to go ahead and read the rest of the scripture. It said the glory of this latter house is going to be greater than the glory of the former. We're going to have we're my God Almighty. We're going to make it. I said we're going to make it to the other side. Come here. Come here, brother. Praise God. Hey, man, how many we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Need one more. Bless God. I need to come here, son. Hallelujah. Get up here. Hey, man, scoot up in that ship. Hallelujah. This is the boat of life. I want you to understand right now. What a crew. What a masculine bunch of men. I want you to look at the biceps and the triceps and the tableceps. Bless God. Amen. Look what God's given us. But we're heading to the other side. We're not going to stop. Somebody said it all, preacher. You don't know what's between here and there. Folks, if you start worrying about what's between here and there, you'll never start your trip. You'll never start your trip. You've got to forget about it and you've got to think about fair. When I flew down here the other day, I could have said, what if the airplane fell? What if that thing crashed? Hey man, I won't get there, but I didn't say that. I thought about leaving Ohio, amen, or Indianapolis, and I said, I'm going to Texas. That's what I thought about. Friend, when God filled me with the Holy Ghost, I said, I'm going to leave terra firma, and one day, amen, I'm going to be caught up to meet the, oh my God, I'm going to be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. Somebody lift your hand and praise the Lord. Good God Almighty. Amen. Help me here, brother. Somebody help me. We got to get these guys some equipment here. You can't get to the other side without equipment. Hear what I'm telling you? Don't you think for one minute that God doesn't equip us? Don't you think for one minute that God hadn't prepared for us? Don't you think for one minute that God's going to leave us out here without any power? The Bible said after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall receive power. Amen. We're not a bunch of sissies. We've got something from God that's changed our life and has set us free tonight. Oh, hallelujah. My God, stay with me. Oh, Lord, I feel like we're going to get somewhere tonight. How about you? Hey, man, now do you guys know how to row? You guys know how to row? Or did you let your wife do all the rowing? Hallelujah. I know that little fellow in the second didn't let his wife do it. Hallelujah. Hey, man. 
but we're going to get to the other side. Amen. This boat, my friend, is sailing. Jesus said, I'm on board, and everything's going to be all right, but let's get to the other side. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to start rowing. Come on. Here we go. We're going to get to the other side. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You is disorganized. Hey, man, you're like a goose in New York Avenue in a hailstorm. Hey, man, remember, you got to split it down the middle. Son, get your paddle on the other side. You got one on this side and one on this side and one on that side. One on there. Here we go. Here we go. Now get it over there. What's the matter? There you go. Look like Laurel Hardy. Here we go. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we're going we're gonna to set sail. Now let's, let's give it a try. Come on. Here we go. All together. Synchronize. Synchronize. Here we go. My Lord, I feel a weight coming up on me. Glory be to God. All right. Let's keep her on a minute here. Amen. Sometimes it's not easy to get the ship to go where you want it to go. Amen. Jesus didn't tell them it's going to be a direct route. He did not tell them that. He didn't tell them it's going to be easy. Amen. So he said, beloved, amen, the writer said, he said, I want you to do this. Think it not strange concerning fiery trials, which shall try you as though some strange thing happened to you. Amen. If the waves come rolling, amen, where in the world you expect the waves to roll at? You're out there in the middle of the sea. Sure they're going to roll. Friend, when you're in this life, you're going to have some trouble. That's just life itself out but you gotta keep on rowing you gotta keep on going you gotta get with the program you can't quit you can't throw up your hands and say I can my God I can't make it you gotta say I'm gonna get to the other side yes I am hold on a minute hold on a minute hold on a minute how do we get two paddles in the same side you're the captain what's the matter with you praise God it's not always what we prefer. Bless God. Now hang on a minute. So Jesus got down the hold of that ship and he went sound asleep. Notice this now. Hey man, somebody said, well I want him jumping up and down in my soul all the time. I got news for you. He don't jump up and down in your soul all the time. Hey man, there's sometimes that he's so quiet. Hey man, and he just chooses to speak in a still small voice. He don't have to stand and trumpet. If God trumpeted with his loudness, he would scare you to death. He just wants you to know he's there. Hey man, he comforts you. Let's go, guys. Now we're going to the other side. Hey man, somebody said, Oh, Brother Willis, paddle, paddle. Here we go. Praise God. We can't sit there and see. You know what happens if you're in a canoe and you don't paddle? That thing doesn't really have a steering mechanism, it'll go anyway. Won't it? You ever done that? You ever go down a rapid? You'll get in trouble if you don't learn to paddle that thing. So here we go. Synchronize. One, two. I can see why your wives get mad at you. Holy be to God. Hold on now. Hey man, we're going to the other side. So he said, get everything together. Here we go. I'm going to go back and take a nap. I'm going to lay down. I'm going to ease myself back on that big old uh, bed down there. And you guys just keep on going. Now I want to tell you something, folks. If you're not careful, you look around you and see the circumstance and situations of life, and you'll just start giving up. You'll lay your pat. You've got to stop paddling already. And you just start giving up. You've got to keep right on rowing. Come on, let's row some more. Amen. Somebody said, well, what are we going to do when these rowers get wore out? Somebody's going to jump up and come and take their place. That's exactly what's going to happen. Because we're 
trying to get this thing to the other side. Somebody said, but oh, Brother Willis, hey man, what if I run into something tough? Hey man, friend, I'm telling you right now, hey man, God's already got it figured out. As long as you put your trust in him, as long as you hang on to God, as long as you got your destination clear, as long as you got a made up mind, as long as you say to God, I'm going to make it, as long as you say to God, I'm not going to give up, as long as you say to God, I'm going to get all the way home, hey man, God's going to provide. I said God's going to provide exactly a place for you. Glory be to God. Keep rolling here now. Anybody getting tired? Anybody getting tired? Somebody come up here, jump up here real quick and grab a paddle and tell them you're going to help them. Hey man, we don't need some loafers around here. We need some paddlers. Praise God. Anybody want to take your place? Come on. Come on here. We're going to get to the other side tonight. Somebody can get the Holy Ghost. Somebody can get baptized in Jesus' name. Somebody can get healed. I don't care what your disease is. I don't matter what it is. God, my friend, wants to help you tonight. God wants to set you free tonight. But you've got to learn. You've got to get to the other side. But preacher, I don't think I can make it. Why can't you make it? God said to get there. Keep on going, guys. Whatever you do, keep on going. Don't give up. Hallelujah. Paul said, I can make it. I can make it. I can if I just hold on. Listen to me. Amen. Oh, Lord. Yes, sir. Praise God. Get with the program there, son. Amen. Teenagers need to paddle, too. I said they didn't. I didn't say they needed to paddle. And I said they need to paddle, too. Young people need to paddle, too. Praise God. If everybody gets in the boat and everybody pulls the same way, what happens if you all put your paddles on that side? Put your paddles on the right side. Hey Amen. That's the one opposite of the left. Put them on the right side. There you go. Now paddle. What's going to happen? You're going to go around in circles. Hey Amen. God don't need no circle people. He needs some folks with a clear destination, sis. He needs somebody with a made up mind. Hey, where are you going, son? I'm going to the other side. Put them on the other side. Hey Amen. We'll switch sides then. You can't do that either. You're going to go around that way. So what are you going to have to do? One on one side, one on the other, one on one side, one on the other. But when you're sailing across the sea of time and you're headed toward the landmark of Christ, you've got to remember there's some things that are going to come up against you. There's some problems that are going to rise. There's some things you're going to hit in the water. And you're going to get in great trouble, my friend, if you're not careful. But you've got to keep on paddling. Here we go. Mm. All of you folks home, come on. You don't have a paddle, but let's go. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Praise God. Some of you folks ain't going nowhere. Come on. I know you don't have a paddle, but come on. You know, boy, that, I'll tell you what, this thing began to move. Now I feel something going in here. Woo! Can you feel the boat surging forward? Can you feel this thing heading toward home? Can you feel like we're almost there? Oh, but Brother Willis, there's things that are going to arise. If I didn't think God was able to take care of them, I'll tell you, I'd jump out of the boat. But I'm not going to jump out of the boat, my God, because I know there's a home on the other side. It's a direct from God, command from God to go to the other side. Paul said in Romans, who shall separate us from the love of God, of Christ? Shall tribulation, there's some tribulation there. Watch out, watch out, you're going to hit the iceberg of tribulation. What do you do? Never stop and go backwards. (laughs) 
and you bypass it. You bypass it. Hallelujah. Somebody said, I'll just hit it head on. The Titanic tried that and didn't, wasn't very successful. Amen. Praise God. So let's go. Come on. Amen. We got past the tribulation. So the writer said this. He said, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation. My God's able to make a way because we're going to the other side. It's a direct, my God, it's a direct command from Jesus Christ. We're going over. Jesus, oh Lord. Hallelujah. Shall distress or persecution or famine or nakedness, well, that fits our age and time. That fits our age and time. Oh, boy. Praise God. I hope you ain't like the one guy, the preacher, talked to him about his lustfulness. He said, but pastor, it's just wonderful what the devil puts before you. Praise God. No, no. Nakedness. We're going to paddle around that. Come on. Come on. Somebody getting tired? Hey, man, if your hand holds your paddle up, somebody will take your place because we're not there yet. I promise you, we're heading there, but we're not there yet. We're closer than we was yesterday. We're closer than we was the day before. We're closer than we was six months ago. I got the Holy Ghost in 19 and 62. Hey, man, but I'm telling you what. I'm closer to heaven now than I was in 19 and 62. What did you do, preacher? I kept on paddling when my arms got weary and I grew worn out. Hey, man, I called on God for a resurgence of the Spirit. And I renewed myself in the Holy Ghost. I picked up the paddle and said, bless God, I'm not going to stand still in the water. I'm not going to wait on a typhoon. I'm not going to wait on a tsunami, my God, but I'm going to the city that God's got prepared. It's a direct from man from God to leave here and go there. That's what God said. <laughs> keep at him, keep at him, keep at him. Hallelujah. As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep to the slaughter. Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Then Paul said, bless God, when he grabbed that paddle, he said, for I am persuaded. I am persuaded. I am persuaded. I am persuaded. Every time you pull it back through the water, it surges you forward. Every time you give it a stroke, it shoves you forward. I am persuaded. I am persuaded. I am not being discouraged, but I am persuaded. I am persuaded. I've made up my mind. God's done told me I'm going to the other side. And I am persuaded. I am persuaded. I am persuaded that that's exactly, bless God, where I'm going. I'm persuaded that neither death, there's some death out there. Come on, keep rolling. Keep rolling. Amen. Two weeks ago, I buried one of my trustees that had been with me 16 years. Stood and testified on Sunday night. Monday went, had an operation. By Friday, he was dead. Stood and testified, faithful man of God. A week prior to that, on the same day, I buried my precious father-in-law. Hey, man, death's out there. It's going to hit somebody in this congregation. It's going to hit somebody you know. But Paul said, I am persuaded. I am persuaded that when death comes, I'm going to keep on rolling. Hey, man, when trials come, I'm going to keep on rolling. When problems come, I'm going to keep on rolling because I have not made it to my destination yet. Praise God.
Life's not going to stop me. Angels are not going to stop me. Are your arms getting tired, boys? Not getting tired? You got more energy than I got. I'd be puffing like an adder. Hallelujah. Bless God. How about it, Brother Holly? You getting tired? Man, somebody say, with care of that gray, you ought to be getting tired. No, sir. Because he knows there's a direct command from God. Folks, if you could only understand that whatever God sets, he's going to take care of it. The writer said he is more than able to keep that which I had committed into his hands. Against that day, God's going to take care of it. When you give it to God, I'm telling you what, everything's going to be all right. Here we go, guys. I am persuaded. Get a little extra there. I am persuaded. I am persuaded that neither death is not going to stop me. Hear me now. Hey, man, I'm not going to be discouraged, for I've made up my mind I'm going to live for God. Hey, man, angels are not going to stop me. Listen here, Benny Hinn's not going to stop me. Oh, my Lord. Benny Hinn's not going to stop me. Oh, God. I hope I didn't hit your prophet. Nor principalities. I'm going to make it. Or powers. I'm going to make it. I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded. But don't you think we need to go wake up the physical Christ? We don't have a physical Christ. We have a spiritual God that lives inside of us. And every time you pull the oar, every time you say, I'm persuaded, he's got his hands on it and he's saying, yes, you are. 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 My God. Oh, my God. Yes, you are. You're going to make it. He said, no things present, no things to come. Neither height nor depth, listen to me now, shall be able to separate me from the physical being of God. No, it didn't say that. He said, shall I be able to separate me from the love of God? My Lord, scoot up, son. I want to ride this boat. Bless God. Come on. Come on. I don't want to creep. I want to go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Where are you going? I see a city out there. Can you see the glow of that city? Praise God. Can you see the glow? Come on, son. I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded. My God, I feel good now. I feel like I'm in a speedboat. I feel like somebody's got it kicked in gear. My Lord, we're going. Can you see the weight behind me? Can you realize that we're going to the city that God's got prepared? I am persuaded that nothing, nothing, nothing could stop me from getting where God told me I was going to go. We're still going. Sure. There was an old boy years ago. Carol Magruder was preaching revival. I might have told you this. Carol Magruder was preaching revival. And he said, you've got to be determined to get the Holy Ghost. And he noticed this guy when he was preaching. He kept getting red in the face. He thought, man, I'm making him mad. He's getting mad at me. So I started giving all the call and he got red in the face again said man then he started getting purple he thought man I really made him mad he thought I better give close this altar call and check on him 
So Brother Carroll closed the altar call and said, if you want the Holy Ghost, I want you to come. He said no sooner than he said that, he said that old boy jumped up, got about two steps down the aisle, and fell right in the smack dab in the aisle. Amen. And started speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God gives utterance. Amen. And Brother Carroll, after the service, he wanted to be, you know, he was humped up with a little pride. And he went to the man, and he said, what part of the message was it that touched you, sir? What was it that God, he said, sir, he said, I'm going to tell you something. He said, I just made my mind up, amen, that I wanted the Holy Ghost so bad. He said, I just took a deep breath and said, God, I'm not going to breathe again. Amen, you promised me I could have the Holy Ghost, and I'm not going to breathe again till you fill me with the Holy Ghost. And said, so when I got out in the aisle, I was about to the end of my breath, and God filled me with the glorious Holy Ghost. I'm going to make it. I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded that I can make it to the other side. Good God Almighty. Hallelujah. But you don't know what I'm going to have to face. Galatians 5.19 talks about the works of the flesh. And it said the works of the flesh are manifest which are these. And it lists them. Them's all floating in the waters of life. All that lust and fornication. Adultery. Evil imaginations. It's all floating. But come on. Sail through it. Follow me son. Come on. Come on, charge! Did you ever see these see these teams from the colleges? They have a canoe that'll reach from here back to the wall, and there'll there'll be an old boy with a bullhorn sitting in front of it, and he'll be sitting there, how, how, whatever he says, I don't know. And about that time, they they give a yank. Hey man, if it was an apostolic boat, he'd be saying, "I'm persuaded, I'm persuaded." I'm persuaded, bless God, and you'd see a distance coming on. Hey, man, because I know the goal line's right around the corner. These men are not rowing just to be rowing. They're headed for the blessed hope. Jesus said, go to the other side. Jesus said, don't stay here. Hey, man, I feel like tonight the Holy Ghost is telling you why sit here in this church without the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Why sit here tonight without being healed? Why sit here tonight without the victory? Hey, man, get up and say, I'm persuaded. I want you to stand to your feet. I want you to say I'm persuaded. Come on, I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded. Amen. Jesus, my God. Jesus is coming back. Musicians, would you come? Praise God. There's a church leaving this place. Don't stop paddling yet. Don't stop paddling yet. Every stroke is a stroke of faith. You hear what I'm telling you? Every pull of the water, amen, is one step closer to heaven and one stroke farther away from hell. I'm going to make it. That little fella, he's digging the carpet. He's getting it right. Oh, hallelujah. We're going to make it. I want you to lift your hands with me. And I want you to pray, God, I want to be persuaded. Because you said, let's go to the other side. You said we're going to make it. I don't want to doubt when the storm comes. I don't want to doubt and cry and give up when it gets rough. Because God, Paul said, neither height nor depth nor principalities, things present or things to come, are able to separate me from the love of Christ. I'm going to make it. Maybe you've been seeking the Holy Ghost. Anybody in here been seeking the Holy Ghost a long time? Anybody? Anybody? 
Anybody in here seeking the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. Anybody in here want a renewing of the Holy Ghost? Let me put it like this. Anybody want to make it? Yes. Hallelujah. Anybody want to make it? Oh, God, pick up your paddle. And I want you to say it, God, I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded that the blood that you shed on Calvary is still flowing today. I'm persuaded that the stripes on your back were for my healing. I'm persuaded, God, that hereby perceive we the love of God, that you laid down your life, Jesus. And I'm persuaded you've done that for me. Gentlemen, would you stand tonight and hold your paddles? Just stand, please. There could be somebody in here that's having a little trouble. Maybe your paddle fell overboard. Maybe you hit something and it jarred the boat pretty good and and it rocked you to the place that you lost your, your grip. But I'm going to tell you what tonight, we got a paddle for you. And you can make it. Oh, hallelujah. I'm telling you, you can make it. But I've lost the dearest person in my life. You can still make it. You hear what I'm telling you? Brother Willis, you don't know. But I've come through a great trial. I'm telling you, you can make it. You just got to pick up the paddle and say, I'm persuaded. Oh, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Come on, I'm persuaded. Yes. There's some persuaded folks in here. I believe with all of my heart. Praise God. Put the paddle in your hand and say, God, I'm going to make it. You said I could. You said I would. You said I should. And God, I'm going to do it. Because, Lord, you have given me everything I needed. You've equipped me with everything I needed to be saved. I'm going to make it to the other side. Sing it, sis.